Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the From the Finney podcast. Uh, yeah, tonight we're just going to talk about, well, yeah, the bands of defeat. How are we, fellas? Obviously, uh, I know how you both are because we've spent the last twenty minutes talking. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to flip if I'm not careful. Very poor night. <sighs> yeah, uh, I don't know what to say. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, yeah, <sighs> it started all right, didn't it? One up inside what hundred seconds or so. Yeah, um, I think on the whole, the first shape. half was was good. Was all right. Yeah, I I personally thought, mate, that we I made some notes during the game, and I thought we didn't. We it sort of felt uncomfortable that shape all night, and it would never feel. It never felt that we were completely happy and comfortable with it, and it wasn't a pretty game. Um, it was very long ball. It was very scrappy. Tons of second ball battles, which you probably want Ledson or Potts in there tonight, ideally, just to be that bit of a presence on the second ball, especially Ledson. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a little bit scrappy in the middle of the park. Um, thought Josh Hill did well. It seemed he's not started a game for us for nearly two years. Um, had the most touches for us tonight on the pitch, but yeah, the, the I suppose the pivotal moments of the game are Emil Reese's chance at one nil when he's he's simply got to score, um, and then second half I I, I I can't even put my finger on it. That was that was like a continuation from the Luton game, even though we've had a forty-five minutes of all right sort of spell in terms of the first half tonight. Just felt like. Felt very shit. That, I can't describe it. It just didn't feel like a North End performance that second half. Mm. Yeah, I think the most important thing for me at six forty-five was the fact that Hunt and Story have been dropped for a couple of left backs. Um, that just speaks volumes. That's very worrying. But you know, I've I've done quite a lot of research into starting one centre-back and two full-backs in a back three, but you need to work on it on the training ground. Yeah, A few days was, isn't enough, is it? It was creative. They'll have yesterday, that's it. Because if you yeah. think about it, they've played Saturday, Sunday's recovery. Yeah. Monday's the only day they've had on the pitch because they won't have done anything yeah. today. Yeah, you know, like Jimmy, I thought Earl did very well. I thought he was very positive on the ball. You know, his first action was the action that led to the corner, which I led thought set him, up, set him up for the rest of the night. But I actually thought first half was decent. I think we sacrificed quite a lot of commitment forward tonight. I think we tried to keep our shape because they like to go very direct, very early and out. Well, you, could, you could hear in, Alex, couldn't you? All the way through the first half, pretty much. Just directing players where to go. Yeah, that's what he does, isn't it? Oh, oh, I could only hear him shouting a meal about 100 times. But, <laughs> and higher. Yeah, 
I thought, yeah, we we tried to condense the game as much as possible, stretch them as early as possible. I think we had seven offsides tonight, which is probably a league high for us. Um, first half was fine for me. I thought we stretched their shape. Like Jimmy said, second balls, I thought we came out on top. Um, Emil's got a score, but second half, I've, you know, people have said I've, had agendas against Stockley and Rafi, but oh, that is so bad. It, it's it's painful that um, so angry. Just Emil Reese missed a big chance, but he stretches the game so much. Penetration of the last line. I've seen a lot um, of people just on that Reese oh, chance saying that he should have passed the DJ. What do you two? Where do you two stand on that? No, I think I think if he scores, then it's fine. I don't think he needs to pass, but. So that's a wonderful thing, isn't it? He's a centre forward. No. You, 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 you if he doesn't, if he doesn't shoot, you're going to criticise him for not shooting. You? You, one, can only put the, it, you can only put it in one place, though, because of where the defender is. But by the time he's actually in a position to be able to shoot, DJ, there's a guy with DJ. With him, yeah. So, the actual one for me, the one for me where the ball should be passed to DJ is Josh Earl's chance. DJ's mm. free. There's a man pretty much on the line. DJ's free. We basically attacked, I think, with four players tonight. I think we had the two strikers, DJ, and then a wing back. I think everyone else tried to stay in shape, but the subs have killed us. They've absolutely killed us. People are saying on Twitter that Fisher's at fault for the second, but their their goal scorer is completely wrong side of Rafferty. You need to tuck inside there. And then he's trying to play offside. Oh, I, I don't know what he's doing. Stocker's given the free kick away from elbowing someone again. Stand in front of the ball. Stop the quick free kick. And the first goal, Rudd is standing on his right, right-hand post. Alex Mowat's curled it top corner, but it's gone across the goal. It's just so bad. It's just so bad. Yeah, I, I said just... at first thought it was a good finish, but seeing it back, Rudd's far too far over. Oh, it's he's gone just... with the ball though. So, so Rudd's gone with the ball because the ball's gone out to, to if from his point of view to the right, it, it's like he stepped across, but it feels like he stepped across again, like yeah. as if because that is where his position position is. That's as if the ball's in the it's already in the eighteen yard box and the line up for left foot is shot, you know, because then he's covering his near post, but they've got to get a cracking shot across goal to be able to get into his left hand corner his left-hand top corner, but for where the ball's been cut back, Mowat's, it's the only place Mowat can put it is to Dex left. Go across. Yeah, to go across him because Dex positioning is is so far over to his right. You know, he puts he puts himself in a position where he can't recover from. Yeah. And I don't like criticising goalkeepers. It's not Michael well, McTee at the best of time. You are a goalkeeper, aren't you? Well, I've played there, but I'm fun, I wouldn't say I'm a goalkeeper, mate. I can, I, oh, I can right. barely catch. Um, <laughs> that's a fundamental part of goalkeeping. Um, but positioning's everything. And, you know, he can't, he, he's probably a yard, maybe maybe a yard and a half too far over to his right because I think he's a good enough keeper to be able to, if he's in the right position, if he sets himself right, to be able to, to make the save. Because he's not, he's not a million miles away. But if his positioning's right, he saves he saves a shot, and it's mm-hmm. another low xG shot that's gone into the top corner. It just pisses me off. And that first goal, that is the first goal. So the second goal, 
four passes from us conceding a free kick to end up in the back of the net. And within that, there's at least two mistakes. Because Stotley's got to... Instead of stop right... I thought he won his fair share of headers tonight and stuff, and he put himself about, and he, he works oh, hard. Oh, but he limits you but, so much. But I was just going to say, yeah, he no. just kills us. Kills us up there. Because we just they were quality. They were so much higher as well. It's, they were so up, much higher. They could play in our half. There was, you know... Oh, we just oh, lack quality as soon as you come on the pitch. I'm so frustrated because it's it's such a simple goal to defend if you if you do it right, because... All Stotley has to do, instead of moaning to the ref and throwing his arms about and, and just sulking like a petulant child, he just stands in front of the ball and manages manage the situation. Because if he stands in front of the ball instead of walking off, you know, sulking like a two-year-old, then that goal doesn't that that goal doesn't happen. Yeah, I think that goal doesn't simple happen. Simple as that, isn't it? And it is. And <sighs> I'm so frustrated no, about it. It's not just so that frustrated. simple. It's not because. Their goal then, score is completely wrong side of our wing back. It can't happen. That can't happen. That no, but that's understand. the point. The free kick doesn't happen. Then that doesn't happen with the wing back. That's the point. Yeah, the no, but you can still stop, doesn't it? That, you can that's still prevent. You can still prevent it after that, though. It's just. It's put. Uh, <sighs> it's Rafferty's it's, body shape as well. Right, watch Rafferty's body shape when you watch it back. Because I think he's playing. Right. He stands still. He stands still on the edge of the box and puts his hand up for offside. Play to the fucking whistle. You told Wait. it from fucking God knows how, how old. Six, seven years old. I've been coaching kids since that age. You tell them, play to the fucking whistle. Mm. It's that simple. It's that simple of an instruction. It's Children can understand. I, it's his, it's I, his body shape to start with. Though, that yeah. He gets himself in a position where he he's because he's he can see it happening in front of him. You watch his yeah. face, and it's like it's like he's realised that he's fucked up as soon as like he's, the guy's he's then running. Getting shot he's away. running. He's running back towards his own goal. He's facing his own goal, running back. You're never doing that. You don't do that. You can't defend like that. How do you defend like that? You need to open your body up, face the ball. Um, you know, I'm not sure. keen on. I'm never keen on changing changing your back five during a game. You know, obviously we said Barky was tired on Saturday. He's got through probably 75 minutes tonight. I understand why he had to move him forward when Reese went off because he wants to maintain that penetration of the last line. But, you know, it, I think that's killed us. Um, subs, subs have killed us, haven't they? Yeah, subs have killed us. Um, you know, I, I, surely just keep Reese on for the 90 because... He finds a second wind when 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 defenders are tired. We've seen it before. Um, so just so annoyed, so disappointed yeah. tonight. Frustrating, manager, isn't it? The manager has called the second goal absolutely criminal. It is. That's it, 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 you know. Yeah. And I'm not. If people want to have a go at me, please honestly do because that is fucking scandalous from Joe Rafferty. <laughs> You don't, I don't no, think it, you need to invite people to have a go at you at the minute. Oh, I don't care really, but... It's, no, I know you don't. It's, the thing is, I've been saying how shit Hunts has been. He's been dropped tonight. Rafferty's been dropped. Story's been dropped. Jimmy's been going on about that. Stockley's been dropped. Stockley and Rafferty come on and made us considerably worse tonight. He's gone with a back three with one centre-back because we're fucking crying out for a decent centre-back. You know what I mean? It's just horrendous. 
it's it's desperation stuff really. Earl's coming for his first start in eighteen months. You've got Hughes left centre back, Darnell right centre back, and Barkey right wing back. I mean, that is just crying out for some solid defensive signings. Some cover. You know, I wrote about it for Blanks Live on Monday. We've now conceded thirty goals. Thirty goals in the league in nineteen games, I think. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's and Jimmy said before we came on, does he need to win on Friday or is he going to get sacked? I don't think it's quite that far, but, you know, I, I'm staunchly Alex Neal in because... I think we all are, mate, but it's getting to a point. It feels like it's getting to a point where something's got to give. It's But we're so close to the window now. He needs backing early on in that window. Um, You know... Well, the club, yes. the club have a decision to make, don't they? They either stick with him and back him in the window or <sighs> they pay him off, sack him, whatever you want to call it, bring someone else in and then back them. I just mm. look at it now and I think, what else can he do? He's tried to be so creative tonight and it's... It's, it's not worked. <sighs> I, just feel, I just feel a bit sorry for him. I think, what else can he do? He's... You know, we've talked enough on the podcast about transfers and our recruitment and what's been and gone since Alex Neal's arrived at the club. And I just think what what he's tried to do something different. He's tried different formations this season. He's done anything. He's done pretty much everything he can with the tools he's got available to him to be able to get results. And you look at, you look at the Bournemouth game. You look at the Middlesbrough game and. You know this team is capable of getting great results, but then you go to, you know Barnsley tonight and you match them up shape wise. You get the early goal, you soak up quite a bit of pressure. You know they've they've had a free header, they've had you know a couple of chances first half, and we've seen it. You know it's clean, first half clean sheet, great, and then second half, I just feel I just feel flat. Mm, I just feel yeah. emo- I, I think- just feel I'm past anger. I'm past I'm past that I think, sort I think- of. Yeah, you know that. I was, yeah, that no, I was now, so angry. Me, I, I know, but that's your your anger because of the the mistakes that have been made. I've, I just feel flat. I don't feel, I don't feel anything now. That's that's the scary thing. I just don't feel. I don't feel angry. I don't feel upset. I feel. I don't feel frustrated. I just feel that something. He's got to get result Friday, in my opinion. He's he's simply got to. You know, Bristol City are probably one of the bottom sides of form in the league. You know, I listened to not the top twenty this this morning from, from yesterday and you know, their form is shocking. They've been beat at home again tonight by Bristol by Millwall. You know, a team that hadn't won in ten games before tonight. Yeah. You know, that big lump DJ has got sent off so he'll miss Friday night. Um so I think, you know, they'd won two in the last six. Um mm-hmm. Bristol City including tonight. Granted, they're just very inconsistent. They probably like they were under streakily, but they can either be great or they can be absolutely shit. And yeah, it's, it's unfortunately, not, so can we. Yeah. No offence again. I know we scored from a set piece, but they they've had two free headers from set pieces that they should score. I think the second's probably classed as a transition. I wrote about this yesterday as well for Lanks Live. I think that's now five or six counter attacks that we've considered a goal from. Most teams have conceded zero or one. We're not doing the basics in the middle of the park to stop the transition. And it's just horrendous. It's so such bad defending. 
Um, and I love Alex Which... Neal, but no, no, I love Alex Neal, but I'm not having him bringing on Stockley and Rafferty. You can't do that again. You can't do it again. You've got to make him like a David Nugent situation. You've got to keep him at home and tell him to fuck off because. I don't, just... I don't think he's ever going to do that, is he? No, he can't, but... he can't at the minute because he's, he's not got anyone else. The only oh, other people he's got professionals wise is kids. And it's like, well. Even you know, down, January... even in the mid. He mid- comes back three. to everything that we've spoken about in the past. Yeah, but Jake, he's got to take a lot of flack tonight. It don't just come down to everything we spoke about. You don't have to bring Stockley on. You've got to see the game better. We're stretching their whole shape. Stockley comes on and they're playing in our half. So mm. bad. The, the manager's got to take some of that tonight. That's yeah, nothing of to course. do. I mean, yeah, but you don't have to bring Stockley on. They play in your half. It's so bad. It's so if, bad. If you've got players that are running out of legs and are running out of energy, what, what choice has he got? Stick with no, him. Another, another seven, there's another seven players on the bench at the time being Stockley on. You don't have to be like for like you can bring Harapon, mm-hmm. sit sit, you know, put an extra man, man in the midfield, go Sinclair on his own up front, still try and stretch the game that way. We'll play Harrop in a te- in a te- in a free ten roll behind Sinclair. Obviously Potts, Ledson, Pearson missing tonight. Alan Brown should have been sent off. We're very thin in the middle all of a sudden again. So it, everything's just how do you think he's got away with that, by the way? No idea. Because he's it, been fouled before it. It's a, I think it's as had, clear as red as I've seen. If, yeah. if the ref if the ref hasn't already blown for a foul, because it's his, it's his momentum that takes him into the challenge. It's it's poor on on Matthew James. It's a really poor challenge. But you know, I think that's why he's been booked for it rather than sent off because he has been clipped just before it. And it, I suppose yeah. his momentum takes him into the challenge. You know, he probably doesn't need to make the challenge, but. I suppose when you're playing, the ball's there to be won. He's not thought about. He's not thought about the whistle. As well, you know? as well. I've just thought, you know, if you if you're changing your right wing back, I know he's kept Darnell in there in the in the middle of the back three in the back three for mobility because their front three is very mobile. But you're bringing on Rafferty to play right wing back, and you're leaving Story and Hunt on the bench. Well, it's a damning indictment, isn't it? In terms yeah, of that's what I mean. That... You know, normally you'd bring on a centre back and put Fisher up at right wing back. Well, I was, I was going to say that. Why do you think he's? Why do you think he's brought Raff on at wing back and not put, not swap Fisher and Raff around? Oh, Rafferty cannot play in a back three. No, because play, Rafferty, if, if if you're going to put anyone into that back three, you put Story as to right centre to, to right centre half. Yeah, and you put thought, Darnell to wing back. You yeah, don't. You, I thought. So, I thought he kept him in there, Darnell, because. They like to play in the sides, down the sides of your centre-backs, and he's very mobile, Darnell. So that's why I thought he yeah. kept him in there. You can't really put Hunts on the outside of a back three, but, you know, if you're leaving Story on the bench and bringing Raff on, and, and you've got two right-backs in a back five there and two left-backs. Yeah. You know, uh, this this centre-back thing is a massive, massive issue. Um, You know, it's, it's bad enough to start a game with two fullbacks in your back three in terms of confidence for Story and Hunts. But when you're changing your back five, you still leave them on the bench. I mean, he's, he's someone's going to have to give on Friday because he's going to have to make changes again on Friday. Yeah. So, yeah, this is... I know, obviously, when we're recording on Sunday, we've got 24 hours to calm down, but fucking fuming tonight. Something that came in before the game... Um... 
was along the lines of the lack of sort of time on the trading pitch and obviously with Alex Neal being arguably I'd say one of the most detailed sort of meticulous managers that maybe maybe in the league maybe not I don't know but I would say at least that we've had yeah um the, the question was along the lines of how much do you the lack of time on the training pitch and lack of preparation time is actually affecting him uh, any, I think it affects any manager because you yeah. can't you, but I think everyone's in the same boat you know, Barnsley have just had a, as long to prepare for tonight as we have. Mm. You know, the so, thing uh, is, I think I think Barnsley are very structured in the ways. I think when you're trying to, you know, go to a back three, to a back five, to a back four, four, two, three, one, four, diamond, two, three, five, two, you need time on the pitch. So, but to me, it, it boils down to you can have quality players to bail you out. You've got quality players to bail you out and... North End don't really have that. Barnsley have won eight in twelve now. They've had the same amount of time on the training grass, haven't they? You know, you know, he does love time on the grass. I think we've got a game Friday, then we don't play till the next Saturday. I don't think. Yeah, it's yeah it's that's um, that's why I just think it's you know, if if they did lose or not get the result they wanted on Friday, it's the first like time they've had. To, to think about making a, a, a decision like that because then they've got eight days till the next game. And then I where, think are we in, got, where are we in the league? Obviously, teams teams play tomorrow, don't they? Tomorrow, but... yeah. I think we're 16th, 15th or 16th. I don't think we've moved, actually. Um, I don't think we can... 16th. Mm. So, you know, we're 10 points off Derby in that last drop zone spot and we're nine points off Brentford in sixth. We're just a mid-table team, you know. I think you know that's the crux of the matter. It depends what they want from a board-level perspective. You know, are they if they're happy with just being, you know, finishing fifteenth or sixteenth this season? They probably need to come out and say it, you know, and give the manager yeah. the full support. You know, come out and say, look, you know, we, we know that this season is going to be tough. You know, it's unprecedented situations across the board. We're not playing great, but we're sticking by the manager. You know, listen, get behind him. You know, we'll back him to a certain degree in the window, or we won't back him. You know, but just give us that bit of, mm. uh, I suppose, just give us that bit of information so we know where we stand as fans. Because at the minute, it's so, yeah. I it's think so volatile. And you know, look at social media tonight, and you know, yeah. I've probably seen more people calling for Alex Neil's head tonight than I've seen before due to that second half, but. Yeah, I think if the great. club had if the club had genuine Premier League ambition, then you know it might be a different story. But they don't. I think it's clear to see that they don't, isn't it? And the the window opens in two weeks. I know it's a month long, but we need players in in that first week. FA Cup weekend. We need players in between that between the Forest game and the League game. We need players in. Yeah. We desperately need players in. So it's a good job we've got a head of recruitment doing all our work for us, isn't it? Oh wait. What a but, fucking scandal! It's, it's, it, you know, if you're going to lose your head of recruitment, don't do it two weeks before a window. Come on, we need to get our finger out here. We need to get some players in because you know we've got two, three more injuries stacking up. Pearson's out, Bowers out, Potts, Ledson. You know, certain players have been rushed back. You know, if Declan Rudd gets injured, by the way. 
we're fucked as well. Come on, like you know, it's yeah, and the contract thing comes up time and time again. But just sort it out, you know. Alan Brown's come out and said he's going to bide his time. Or Lanks Lyber done a piece. Who can blame him? You know, you're going to have to sell some of these players in January. You, you, I'm going to have to brace myself. I think DJ's going to be off. I don't see how it gets better. I don't see how it gets better because we're going to get weaker in January. We're not going to get stronger. Um, so, yeah, we just need them points on the board. Our, our form at Deepdale has improved. Bristol City are in shocking form. So, you know, it's another quick turnaround. Please just don't lose the game. Yeah. Simple just, in, just in terms of recruitment, Ollie, it's um, three years, well, three years ago yesterday, we signed Louis Malt. Um, so we just need to, we need to do our transfer dealings early. You know, we yeah. need to know who we, who we want. We need to get them in now. You know, just on, or, just, or at least be working on it. Don't yeah. don't just leave it till the bloody twenty seventh of January and think, mm. oh, you know what, we could do this. Oh, fucking hell, no shit. We've yeah. done that for God knows how many weeks now. Just on just on the Louis Louis Malt piece, he would not be at any other championship club. He would not still be at any other championship club now. We signed him three years ago. He would not still be here. That's another indictment of where we're at. But I think the club are going to have to move early because they've got no choice. You know, tonight's the loudest signal I've seen from Neil. Sign me a centre-back. Come on. Yeah. You can't get louder than that. You cannot get louder than that. He's dying He's dying for a centre-back. You know, we, Ledson and Pearson not protecting anything tonight. And, you, you know, it probably showed with the second goal. Um, so, yeah, I feel worse than... Than the Sunday podcast, I feel worse than the Rovers game because everything's just. I think, just I think up it's just the him. culmination of, of everything that's gone on over the last few weeks, and then obviously that tonight yeah. is just. I think I think a win would have took us eleventh tonight, and it's a completely different conversation. Yeah, you know, Emil's missing eleventh doesn't take doesn't change anything that's going on off the pitch, but no, but it just relieves a lot of pressure, I think. Mm-hmm. And you're obviously Emil's miss. Oh, it's massive. Massive. It's he needs to score. It's like Stockley on Saturday. You, you have to score them chances. Um, and yeah, the second half is just the subs. You know, I can't get over the subs. Unfortunately, they've cost us the game. They've just really cost us. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't think there's any point. Can well that came out wrong. I think we've covered everything that we need to cover for a midweek just, yeah, just, Tuesday night, apart from obviously Saturday. We have recorded this 10 minutes after the game, by the way. Just yeah. for people. And we, and, and we play Friday night as well, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> On the telly. What, did I say Saturday? Yeah. Oh, shit, my bad. No, it's fine. I'm yeah, ready for Christmas. I'm ready Aren't for a Christmas all? break. Fucking hell. Aren't we all? Um yeah, be interesting. I mean, last fifteen games we've got, we've actually got one more point than Bristol City. How do you look for that? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's not about last fifteen games, is it? Really, it's about Friday night. I think you know they've been so inconsistent. You know they've 
changed two of their back three as subs tonight. I don't know if that's through injuries or just trying to mix it up a little bit. I presume Chris Martin will come in for Deja if he's suspended for Friday night. I really like Callum O'Dowder, who started on the bench tonight for Bristol City. I think he's a great player. Uh, but obviously they've got Naki Wells. They've got a good a good makeup of a side. You know, they've probably got one of the better keepers in the league in David Bentley that was at Brentford beforehand. Um, Dan, Dan Bentley. Dan Bentley, sorry. I said David, didn't I? Um, yeah, just, they've got the makeup of a good side, but obviously they've got a very inexperienced manager in Dean Holden who got the job in the summer. Cheap option. Cheap option. Like a lot of teams, you know, a lot of clubs are taking it. I think. I don't it's know if understandable, piece, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I did a piece or, or showed it to you boys, but out of the last 19 appointments in the Championship, only two have been paid for. You know, the oh. other 17 have been freebies, as in, like, for them employing free agents. And it's only Huddersfield who've actually paid money for managers, paid money for the Cowleys. Obviously, that didn't work out, and then paid for money for um, all these new mate uh, Corberan. Corberan yeah they're the only two managers in the past two two and a bit years that have moved for money in the championship which I found really interesting probably you know, why so Neil's still here I think I definitely think that's probably the case you know because Bristol City weren't prepared to pay what I assume to be around three million quid weren't it in the summer two and a half three million quid if they wanted Alex Neil you know so to play gone with the cheap option Probably thinking, well, if it doesn't work out for Neil at Preston, you know, we can always sack our manager and get him in on a free once he leaves. Or, or it yeah. could be the case with any other manager in the league. So, yeah, it, I think it'd be an interesting game. Obviously, an eight o'clock kickoff, which is late to start with, which doesn't help me. But I just, I just hope that the manager is able to turn it around. That's that's the big thing in my head tonight because. I genuinely think, looking at the fit, I said at the start of the month that it'd be a tough month, but I didn't think it was going to be this tough, you know. And I think we've made it harder than it needed to be, as well, mm. you know, especially with the changes that we've made tonight, you know, in the second half. But it's I think big... the se- I think the seven points from now before the Luton game was very important because I think if you'd say you've got three points from now before that, then I think you know we'd be under massive pressure now. But I think the Bournemouth yeah. win, and obviously the um, the Middlesbrough win has bought him, you know, a bit of time, hopefully, for me. Yeah. Understandably, if you want him out, but yeah, I, ho- I hope we bounce back on Friday because, um, you know, we need, um, we need to. Yeah, it's four wins, five defeats and a draw in the last 10 for us. So. 13 points from 10, isn't it? Yeah, 13 points one point, from 10. 1.3, it's mid-table. Unbeaten in 14 against Bristol City. Seven years we've not lost to them. Oh great, thanks, mate. That's cursed it, hasn't it? Yeah, but I, mean, he's, I don't think he's he's never he's never played this this Bristol City though, has he? No, he hasn't. No. To be fair, it was last time we lost. Did we get beat three 0 off him? Four uh, 0 Last day, February two thousand eleven. February Season went down at home. Yeah, oh, that right. was the game I was on about the other night. Do you remember when I said there was a Bristol City game? Yeah, the other night. That was the game I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go uh, again. Predi- predictions then, fellas. Um, one one. One nil. Either way, don't know. It's I can't call it. I see it seems to be honest. I think it'd be one. I, I can't see it being a goal fest. 
No, I think the teams like like Jimmy says that he could do a whole number of things with that team on Friday. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I'll go one 0 Bristol say. I just don't don't fancy us at the minute. I think that seven year run comes to an end. Not that it means much anyway, but I genuinely think manager loses his job if we don't win Friday. I don't, I'm not. I'm, I don't. Not, I'm not quite at that point yet, but I, I, like I said, before, I don't want to be. I think... That's not me saying I want to. That's not no, no, me saying. No. I, that's not me saying I want him to lose his job. I no, just no. this. I just feel that something we're getting to, something's going to have to change. I just, yeah. I, just something, and I feel sorry for him because it's not all his fault. Yeah, it kind of his fault. feel like he's been thrown under the boss. Well, a little bit, yeah, and he has got a part. He has got a part to a part to play in his downfall, if you want to call it, in terms of the substitutions he's made tonight. You know, but something's got some. We've got to book up. We've got to book our ideas up. Yeah, sink So I, I can't say further than that. No. Right. Cheers, fellas. Thank you very much. I shall see nice you one. on Friday night. And thank you very much, listeners.